0: Welcome to the new healthcare economy where everyone wins for a change. Employers, consumers, primary care physicians, outcomes, shareholders, even our communities all win with costs dropping 20 to 60%. This unstoppable direct contracting movement bypasses the big middles with their crooked game boards, devious rule book, rigged dice, and purchased referees. I'm Rob Barshop, and I'm glad you're here. Do you have a favorite child? I do. It's today's rant. This is a first bring back ever, and I'll explain in a hot minute why I'm repeating this one. It's for good purpose. Buying a Coke is exactly like buying primary care. You can get it at the grocery store or Costco for your best pricing. That's an independently owned primary care doctor, or that's DPC scaled like today's guest. Or you can go to the corner store and pay two to four times the grocery prices for that same Coke. That's the hospital-owned PCP. Sometimes it's obvious, often it's a secret who owns your primary care provider. Or you can get it at a restaurant and pay four to eight times the grocery store price for the Coke. Well, that's urgent care. And 70% of all urgent care are hospital-owned, yet it's even more secret. I'll bet you didn't know that. And is it really still even a Coke at a restaurant? Or is it kind of Coke-esque thing? Just like, is it really primary care and urgent care? Mm, come on, not really. Or you can get a Coke at the movies. You can pay 10 to 20 times the cost markup of the grocery store, or often more. You can drop eight grand in an ER in a blink, a doctor told me who ran many, many ERs all over San Antonio, for a sprain that could wait for your independent PCP in the morning. Now it's dishonoring to the two words to even call ER primary care, because it's not. And it's barely a Coke at the movies. It's a lot of white stuff. It's Coke-esque to the max. And primary care-esque to the max in the ER. It's not even fair to call it primary care. So every mom who is a doctor knows this. Our guest today works with Janice Johnson. She would never buy a pricey healthcare location because it's just dumb. But 99% of us don't have Janice as our wife, Dave does. So a mom is a doc in our pocket. We don't have that basic tool. So where we buy care is important. That's the basic tool I'm talking about. That place of service is everything. And frankly, your PCP knows your history. So it's not even a horse race besides place of service. There's this long history. To the rescue of tens of millions of Americans is digital first care. It gives us all a doc mom in a pocket. That is your PCP able to handle most issues by yourself. So urgent care looks pretty dumb most of the time when you have a mom in your pocket who's a doc. And ER, it looks even dumber if you have that doc in your pocket. So it's getting harder to find independent primary care docs, unfortunately, because the pandemic did something awful to independent primary care. 74% are now owned by the bigs. The pandemic gave the bigs almost $200 billion Marshall Plan dollars, no strings attached, and they went and used it to buy 108,000 independent primary care physicians, doubling their foothold in the South. That is the biggest shift in history of hospitals buying independence. And guess who paid for it? You and me, Mr. and Mrs. Taxpayer. So I can have peace of mind because I direct contract for four years, maybe five years now, and you can direct contract with Redirect Health, who I use, and the likes of today's guests, where the docs are all independent and the mom docs are all in her pocket, as if mom was also a Cairo, because that's part of the offering, too and also free labs. So we know this to be true in independent Celta systems. Number one, costs only go up lots. They will double at least and they often go higher the second the independent doc goes corporate. Number two, burnout is going to rise sure as the sun rises, sure as gravity is a law. Bigs have mastered the art of burning out doctors and nurses better than anybody. And I suspect MAs too, but I don't see anybody measuring the MA burnout. I just see a lot of young single mothers Constantly flowing through the medical system and never older seniors. And number three, medical errors increase, but nobody talks about the 4 million disabled by medical errors every year. We talk about the deaths 255,000, 225,000, third leading cause of death. Nobody talks about the disabilities, the debilitating long term disabilities that cripple you. And waste and bloat increase, overtesting, overutilization. The meat grinder demands more meat, more heads and beds. The Lone Institute just came out this week with their low value procedures list of the top U.S. News and World's Report hospitals. I touted it in a deal I put on LinkedIn, a little rant I did on LinkedIn, and I actually had a former hospital CEO engage with me, and he said, if we had it your way, all the hospitals would close, Ron. And I said, okay, so what I'm hearing you say is low value procedures should flourish, so that hospitals can win and surgeons can win and we all lose? Debate me on the show with that one, Buster. I wanna hear your side of that argument because I don't get it. And I got crickets. He was defending basically waste and bloat to benefit the bigs, not a position I would wanna take either. Number five and the final is the referral patterns are going to almost always shift to higher cost places of service. Since this whole rant is about Cokes and places of service, I don't need to go further on that one. Today's guest is, yes, with my own direct primary care provider, a superb example of how DPC could work in every state, but way better because I've literally gone to a dozen different doctors. I've lived in four different cities in the last four years, and they will find me a primary care doctor every time because they pay them cash same day. I show a little QR code, docs pay, they love cash, no billing, no collecting. Their most profitable patient that day, and I've been a member of Redirect Health now for several years. Dave Berg, its CEO, has joined me what, four times, four times on the show, and I count Dave among one of my most trusted friends and mentors. And Cole Johnson of PJD Drywall was our top-rated show and has been our top-rated show for a long time, and he too has been a happy customer forever of Redirect Health. Mike Bechtel is its VP of Membership for Redirect, and today he's going to join us for round two. Mike knows a whole lot about patient assistance programs. Welcome, Mike, back to the show. Any comments before we go?
1: Yeah, Ron, man, when you're talking about that stuff, my gosh, it, it sounds hard. And um, you start thinking about how are people going to make it? And they're going to deal with buying insurance and trying to find out where do I go and how do I make this easy? Uh, and it seems like a battle. And it, it really is. And I know for me, you know, I was the first employee here at Redirect Health Came actually was a golf professional. So came from that business and tried to see like, gosh, this makes so much sense. It seemed normal. I didn't come from this insurance background. And as we talk about really ending this fight with healthcare, uh, this method or system that Dr. Berg and, and Janice have put in place, it it just seems to make sense. Mm-hmm. And it really helps the people, as you mentioned, people that just there's there's so many people out there that just don't know where to go or what to do. And there's this implicit trust with their insurance card uh, that just leads to so many problems. So you nailed it though.
0: I just spoke with the Raymondville Independent School District Assistant Superintendent. He's actually known as a deputy superintendent, and a third of their members of the school district were uninsured for most of the last decade because they couldn't afford these high deductibles that the teacher retirement system was offering. And I just so badly wanted to say, well, just tell them to go to redirect health. They don't need to do anything else. It's a ridiculously inexpensive model for getting your hospital, your medications, your, and and what I want to talk today is about those medications, about the hospitalization, about what you get when you go to a patient assistant program, because, I mean, you do a lot for the company, but that's something that you're sort of, a you subject matter expert on is patient assistant programs. Can we talk a little bit about what they are before we get into the specifics of insulin and how you pay for that, for example?
1: Yeah. So obviously, I mean, as, as you mentioned, patient assistance program, there are so many programs available and that are changing all the time. And as you mentioned, like trying to figure out where to buy a Coke, it's my gosh, how are people going to try to figure out how to get first their care and then how to pay for it? Uh, you just mentioned the school district with you know, many of their employees who had no insurance, there's, there's a likely need for care that they have to have. And how are they going to get that care? And then how is it going to get paid for? Uh, the confusion around it is what I've seen from when I've started and the constant changes in the different programs that are available. So anywhere you go, whether at the state level, the federal level, the private level, there are assistance programs available to pay for, you know, as you mentioned, to pay for prescriptions, to pay for medical needs, high dollar care, even low dollar care. The problem is, is most people, one, they don't know that they're available and they just don't know which questions to ask. So they're often left on their own because they don't know the pathway, which which they can take to get their care done, but also to get it paid for.
0: So these are corporations with charitable arms, these are family foundations, these are drug companies, sometimes they're foundations for goodwill for you know, local companies, so it's it's literally everything under the umbrella of donorship. It's people that want to make an impact, some for good intents, and sometimes I would say for big pharma because they want to sell more drugs. But there is definitely a patient-assisted program for everybody. And aren't there qualifications? Don't you have to be making X per hour or some? there's some kind of a hurdle, a hoop you have to jump through to qualify
1: for those, aren't there? Oftentimes there are, but not every time. Uh, and I think what surprises people also is when we, part of our process is, one, we want to get people the care that they need, but then we're going to help them figure out what's the best way to pay for the care. And a lot of times there's an assumption that because of whatever, mindset of established income is that there's they're not going to qualify, but a lot of programs are based off of maybe 400, 500, even 600% of the poverty line. And I see people surprised over and over again that there are patient assistance programs available or, or alternative funding that's available to pay for care needs and prescriptions that they would have never even thought to look into. And this then causes people large balance bills and bankruptcies and stress things that don't need to be there but again as you mentioned the education and the the just the understanding that these things are there that's a fight that's going to be going on forever we deal with it all the time because the funding changes so much and we've got people that are always looking at the, the next thing and and making sure that Whatever is out there, we're going to find it. And I've got a few examples when we get to it that I'll share with you of just some recent successes we had overcoming that for our members. Okay.
0: Let's take a 300,000 a year executive who's in between jobs. He's making nothing now. Okay. So he's going to go for a colonoscopy. It's going to be a $1,200 to $1,500 procedure. Is that gentleman or that lady eligible for a patient assistance program in between?
1: So I don't know for sure on that, but we would look. And worst case on that, as you mentioned, is we would get a cash price. And you're right, it's probably going to be between 1200 and 1500 Even asking this question a lot of times, if I paid you right now, what can I pay you? Mm-hmm. Right? And that can just drop the cost right away. Uh, and if somebody can't afford $1,200 or $1,500, there's always the option of putting a payment plan in place, which again, every facility has uh, available. Now you flip that and you're a, Thirty thousand dollar a year employee, or making you know fifteen dollars an hour, there's certainly going to be something in place for that person for the colonoscopy.
0: So it might be free, it might be a few hundred bucks, it might be a payment plan of ten bucks a month for a long time, or it might be nothing. Right. Exactly. Okay. Let's talk about insulin because the drug companies are really taking advantage of this type two and type one diabetes basic pandemic that we never talk about. this two to five times the size of the actual pandemic. What is going on in insulin now to get that paid for, for people that are desperate and trying to go off meds and getting sicker because they can't afford them?
1: Yeah. So one thing is just making sure your doctor understands. We see so often when we're onboarding our new members that when we go talk to their primary care physicians, and you mentioned kind of the sequence of primary care and urgent care and emergency rooms, and they have these quote primary care doctors there, making sure those primary care doctors understand that- this member, their patient has switched plans and now they may be on a drug that is non-formulary and seeking out alternative insulins or alternative solutions that are just as effective because they are formulary. There's there's a company we love working with, it's Lily. And Lily has come out with a great solution for insulins. And they probably have 50 insulins on their page, regardless of whether you have insurance or not, you can get their insulins for $35 a month. And it's an amazing solution. I've seen time and time again, where people go in and they have the pens or they have insulin problems. And these are three, four, $500 a month prescriptions. And they're available to everybody at $35. The problem with it is nobody knows about it. Yes. And it's often missed and it's so easy. I I had one of my colleagues that needed it and and found it, printed the card out, text the card to, to my colleague. They walked into the pharmacy and it, it was about a 30 second process for me. And they were there going, I don't know how I'm going to afford a $350 prescription for this. And the next thing you know, they're paying $35 and they're happy. But that education is so hard to push out to everybody. And it's why a resource, a company like ours, right? Like Redirect Health or other, other companies that do the same thing, right? That are collaborating with patients and members to find solutions like this. That's how you know, we're going to change it.
0: You know, when I think of a navigator, their job is to navigate my wife to the best labor and delivery or the fair price labor and delivery, but y'all take that that step further. You're going to say, well, maybe we can get the labor and delivery paid for by a patient assistance program. And what I think y'all have done brilliantly is you take the friction out of it. If I'm buying insulin, if I'm buying labor and delivery, if I'm going for that colonoscopy, y'all basically say, well, let me kind of take it from here. You're going to have to answer a few questions that I didn't ask you at the very beginning of our relationship, but- You do it all for me. And I just usually have to sign something. Now, I haven't done this, but I know my former employees did, and they love the the frictionlessness of it.
1: Yeah. And what happens with that, Ron, is when you're presented and you think about maybe the average consumer with this, that I wouldn't say we are the average consumers. We have a little more knowledge and, and understanding of how to navigate the system. But when you start thinking of the average healthcare consumer and they're put down a 40 page document that they're told to fill out to see if they qualify, that's a, an obstacle that many people don't get past. Part of our care navigation is understanding there's really four important pages in that document that I need the patient to fill out. We can do all the rest for them. Hmm. Part of that is, again, the collaboration, understanding, hey, our goal is to get this member their prescription and to get it at the, at the fair cost. Okay. A lot of times, again, the primary care doctors and the importance of maybe using a DPC, and I know you're a big proponent of that, is understanding that when I prescribe that prescription, if I'm a DPC doctor or if I'm a primary care doctor, knowing am I sending my patient to the right place to pick it up so that they get it at the fairest cost. And a lot of times I've seen primary care doctors, they write that prescription and then that's where it stops there. They don't follow through to say, are you taking it? Are you feeling better? The member, the patient normally has to call back in and schedule it. And that's a part of when you're mentioning care navigation, a really important piece of ours is, all the way through and making sure the members got the prescription, that they're taking the prescription and that we're making sure that they get it at the the right cost.
0: So I'm not going to go into why I'm such a big fan of redirect health. I'd like you to answer the same kind of questions that I ask a typical guest as if I weren't an insider, because I am, I'm, I'm a happy user. So let's talk about how are the consumers winning when they sign up with redirect health versus the legacy world they came from?
1: Right. So the, the legacy world traditionally, I mean, if, if you think about the legacy world, who they are, they're, they are trying to drive up shareholder price. One of the big wins right away is the, the cost of the premiums. Now, there's certain things that we do to make sure when, when we have a member that's walking through the healthcare journey and you think of any industry that's out there, if you're new to that industry or you're not familiar with it, it's going to be hard to navigate through the system right? I just put floors in my, in my new house and it was really, it would have been impossible for me to do it. I hired somebody to do it for me and they're experts at it. They can do it all the time. Now, if I would have done that whole process with them, it would have been much easier. And so part of the reason why you would join Redirect Health, the number one is one, when you look at the premiums, traditionally there's a significant savings, at least 30% in monthly premiums for you know, the business or for the individual. So that's a huge reason. But now you start to look at the benefits. And this is when I joined Redirect Health, the common sense approach. And you mentioned, you know, the, the mom doctor or the mom in your pocket or the doctor in your pocket is a mom treats someone they love with a lot of care. And they're going to do the things that make the most sense. They're not looking at coding. They're not looking at dollars. They're trying to get someone better. And that's what Redirect Health has looked at. And so when you have a new member join it, when they get the why, and the how to do it is you have a resource of a, of a team of physicians working next to you to work with your physicians in the existing ecosystem and infrastructure that's out in the system today. So working in the existing infrastructure today, so that that member gets the best care right and that the mom. The doctor, right? The the doctor Johnston is going to guide that care in just a different way because there's a level of care there and and wanting to get the person better that doesn't exist in a in a coding world.
0: Well, and also, listen, Janice has a almost photographic memory. I don't know if that comes from Canadian blood or just she's naturally gifted. Actually, I hear from a lot of PCPs; they remember the conditions of all the patients to come through their practice, but y'all have an amazing backup system where every time I call them, they know everything about me and ask all the right questions. So uh, again, that's just, that's good data.
1: Yeah. And, and let me speak to that for a quick second, Ron. The important part of that is, so here's a unique piece of what we do. We're medically licensed in all 50 States. So we have physician offices here in Arizona, but we're medically licensed in all 50 States. So for you, for example, we have an electronic medical record Now, you may have one at your brick and mortar doc that you see, but we have that. So there's an important piece of using clinical data at a level from a physician standpoint to drive better outcomes. Another piece that we have that's very unique, and I think it's really maybe the only ones in the U.S. that has this, is we are our own third-party administrator. Now we have claims data. So you take this marriage of clinical data and claims data so that our clinicians can drive better outcomes. And that's an important piece of of what's different of what we do. And you mentioned, you know, having that data there, that data is so important in, in knowing the next step. And I know uh, Dr. Berg has shared the example of like Wayne Gretzky, why he was so good. He just leaned in the direction he thought the puck was going. That was information that he had. And that's what we do too, is we, we lean in that direction because we have information that's going to be so important to drive better outcomes.
0: Well, and we don't have to go into this, but you do have a third party every year that looks at your data compared to your peers and y'all are sometimes half, sometimes 80% less cost than the skin cancers out there, than the diabetes care out there. I mean, your numbers are just off the chart low on how you deal with, COVID. in fact, I think I could safely call that your superpower. Nobody brings in costs lower and outcomes better than you do in the country. Would you agree with that? I, I
1: would, and it, you know, it's a simple move if we peel back the curtain and you looked at the Wizard of Oz, It's a simple question like this sometimes. Hey, doc, do you do this procedure anywhere else rather than at a big hospital system? And a lot of times those doctors go, oh, yeah, I do them at the surgical center, or I can do this in my office. It's an in-office procedure. And you think about an in-office procedure is 10x at a surgical center, which that is then 10x at a hospital, uh, you mentioned that the, one, the outcome is better, but the, the really the hundreds of thousands of dollars every year that we're saving for our members, that's a simple move, right? Mm-hmm. And a consumer is not going to ask that. You're going to put your card on the table and the physician's going to organize the care and you're going to go do it. But if you have somebody as a, as a proponent for you asking that question, hey, doc, is there anywhere else you do the surgery? I've seen knee replacements go from $67,000 to twelve. dollars Yeah. A full knee replacement just with that one move, which, again, you wouldn't think to ask as a as a normal.
0: Yeah, but you guys have four chest moves. That's just one of many. I know how y'all think. Y'all don't think in one move. Y'all think four moves ahead.
1: Yeah, we're stacking all the moves for sure. Absolutely.
0: Y'all are so good at that. Have you heard any stories? And we had, of course, Cole Johnson tell his amazing story. What Cole did, and I think this could be safe to say you might have some other stories, Mike, is. He takes the savings from his redirect savings, not only having a healthy workforce, but also it's the cost is, as you said, 30 to 40% below legacy. And he buys more benefits for his people. He's got paid time off. He's got college assistance, home buying assistance. He's got, And it's the same day one as for an employee who's been there for a year. It's the same for him as CEO as it is for the craft worker that started yesterday. So giving unqualified better benefits in drywall has allowed him to not have the labor resignation that his competitors have had. Do you find that you have other stories like that you can tell about redirect health?
1: Yeah. And let me, so let me address Cole's real quick. Cause Cole was our first customer back in 2014. Uh, and I remember it very well when he joined and, and one of their employees was our very first phone call. And I was there that day and took it and, you know, it, it worked perfectly and it was, it was really cool. Um, But Cole has leveraged this, you you mentioned the hiring and the, uh, you know, the recruiting and retention aspect. Whenever I'm at an event here or talk to other drywallers, and we bring up that uh, PJ Drywall is a member, they say, oh my gosh, that's where all my employees leave to go to, or oh my gosh, we can't (laughs) hire because they hire everybody. And so Cole (laughs) has taken this idea of, say, simple and truly affordable healthcare. And he said, hey, I want to get a return on my investment with this. I'm going to to put money into this, but I'm going to leverage it, like you said, in so many other areas. So we see lots of employers that now, and I was on the phone with one this morning, their premium savings for the year were $450,000. So that's what they were going to save is about 125 employees. And their next question was, hey, help me understand what I should do with this $450,000. Now, we're not necessarily looking to put a bunch of money back onto the company bottom line, but where can we now take this uh, and impact our uh, our employees? And I've seen it with our company from day one, where we had uh, our employee tier was paid at hundred percent. As we got better, we added families paid at hundred percent. Now we're to the point where we pay hundred percent of all the premiums and hundred percent of healthcare. And as we started to walk through this with this business owner, he started to say, my gosh, with $450,000, dollars there's really so much I can do. And they were stuck in a corner up against the wall with their former plan where they had no options. And now they're starting to look at things like, what if we use this to recruit? Do my recruiting costs go down? You mentioned, what if I use this to help pay for people's colleges or or, or loans or um, buying different uh, ancillary products like the dental and the vision and life and things like that, create a benefits package, And and throw that up on a billboard. And we had a client do that in Ohio. They threw it up on a billboard and it was like free healthcare for truck drivers. Uh, And next thing you know, their recruiting problem went away.
0: You know what happens to every consultant who is in the engagement and recruitment and retention field when you throw up free healthcare on a billboard? They're fired. Yeah. (laughs) There's no consulting need. For a company values or mission and vision expert to come in and do a workshop on retention. And, you know, come on, you get engagement when you get free health care. It's just that freaking yeah. simple.
1: We lead with it. And I actually, we just hired a gal on our team. And it was funny because she said, man, I've wanted to work here for three months. And I was such a big, her words were fangirl. I was such a big fangirl of the company. And I went home and told my husband, I found this company on Indeed. Uh, we get free healthcare there, which was really cool, but she goes, their mission and what they're doing, you nailed it, Ron, with what you just said that drives the culture here. And we bring people on that fit that culture. And my gosh, think about the, you know, the exponential returns we get on somebody who's aligned with that mission on doing all the things we just said, helping find the insulin, helping find the babies for free, helping all of these things that again, a consumer almost impossible for them to do it on their own. But when they have a resource, then it makes it really easy.
0: Not too long ago, I was in front of your employees as y'all are having one of your kind of scrum sessions. Yeah, the huddle. Yeah. I'm really glad you didn't give me a chance to talk because that would have been 30 minutes of me extolling the virtues of everything <laughs> you're saying. So thank you for not asking me to speak. Yeah. All right. So let's talk about what does redirect health look like in two to three to five years?
1: Yeah. So Dave gave a great analogy yesterday. He said um, a lot of people focus on the golden egg, right? And if you remember Willy Wonka and the chocolate factory and the, the golden goose, He said, we're at the point now where we have this goose that we are consistently producing new and better systems and ideas that are helping more and more people. I've been here from day one. And when I look back, and one of our core values is improving and adapting. When I look back at what we had back in 2013, as we were starting this to what we have now, it's not even the same solution. And we're attracting much larger business owners and it really is, Ron, about the collaboration. It's business owners who are saying, hey, I'm sick and tired of the status quo. I don't want to do this anymore. There's got to be a better way. I don't want 20% increases that get brought down to 13 and I feel like I won. I want a better solution. And as we start to find and work with, one, advisors and brokers who are working with clients like that and then business owners who want that solution, we will continue to grow and produce new one insurance programs, right? And, and what we have in place right now is a mutual insurance program for business owners, unheard of with no underwriting, right? And low premiums where they can actually drive now participation because it's an affordable plan. Again, the group I, I was working with today, their employee only tier, and you talked about unaffordable healthcare, their employee only tier was $880 a month. Unbelievable. And then it was like a $5,000 deductible. And we're, we're trying to say that that person has insurance and can get access to healthcare. It's just not true. So that is our, when we talk about ending the fight with healthcare, that is our goal. Let's get to an affordable premium with exceptional benefits. And the, and the caveat to that is you're going to have a concierge team really help navigate you through the healthcare journey. That's how we can get to that price is because all the things we've talked about. Alternative funding, navigating, predetermining service costs, using claims history, using clinical history to drive outcomes. And, and that's where we, you know, we end up with that result.
0: So, Mike, I'm gonna ask you two final questions. Before I do, I started the show with saying, Do you have a favorite child? I do. It's today's rant. The rant I gave was one of the first rants I gave when I first interviewed Dave on one of my very first shows, Dave Berg, the CEO. And he gave me this whole Coke analogy, and I would say it was a cake when he gave it to me, and I just put a little icing on it and kind of made (laughs) it a little bit, it was tasty, but I just made it just a little prettier. So he and I together, I love when I get together because he gives me these word pictures that I can play with and turn into rants. So today's rant came from Dr. Dave Burke. But more importantly, I do have a favorite child too. I have a favorite guest, and that is anybody from Redirect Health. I've never had y'all sponsor the show, but I practically can say with high confidence nobody's going to come on to redirect health with too much disappointment there'll be a little hiccup here and there like i had in the very beginning but my experience has been nothing but an a a plus so big fan so if people want to find you mike bechtel how do they find you and connect with you as membership leader for the company
1: Yeah. So unique story there is uh, my brother-in-law was working with, with Dave, with Dr. Berg, and I was a golf professional. They went to play golf and my brother-in-law invited me and I hit it off with Dave. And here's what I loved about him. He has a passion for obsessing over people, the driving the customer experience that was very aligned with me. And now I was a golf pro. I worked at a golf course. And so I was a club professional and loved it, had a great job but when dave started sharing with me this idea of how can we create a simple and truly affordable solution for everybody with with health insurance and health care it started to really shift my mindset of my gosh i can be part of something that's so important that's much bigger than i am uh, and i started you know exploring the opportunity with dave and and he brought me on but i would say if if there's something that's that attracted me to the company Ron and has kept me here it really is the core values and it's the culture that's here and our core values I'm just going to read them off are obsess over people right so that is where everything starts is that is a high level of obsession over people succeeding as a team starting with yes detesting waste which we know there's a ton in, in the healthcare system uh, and then improving and adapting so we're always making t- tweaks and changes and then the last one is just own it and own it to completion so Any of, you know, your guests or anybody that comes on, those are the the things we look for to bring people on to.
0: How do people find you, Mike, if they want to reach out?
1: Website, so redirecthealth.com.
0: Okay. And if they want to reach you personally, are you on LinkedIn or what's the best way to find you?
1: LinkedIn would be the best, just uh, Mike Bechtel, uh, you know, on LinkedIn.
0: And then if you could fly a banner over America, what would that banner say?
1: Oh my gosh, what would the banner say over America? I, I would say it would be to uh, business owners and individuals and just letting them know, hey, there's, a, there's an easier way to do this. I think I was blinded by, I have lots of family members that are in healthcare, nurses, physicians, that I never understood that there was a difference between healthcare and insurance and that getting care is easy. So it would, it would be something around that, that healthcare is easy. Let's put insurance last.
0: There we go. Thank you, Mike, for joining us, and we'll do this again in a couple of years, okay?
1: Love it, Ron. Thank you so much.
0: Thank you for listening. You want to shake things up? There's two things you can do for us. One, go to primarycarecures.com for show notes and links to our guests. And number two, help us spotlight what's working in primary care by listening on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts and subscribing and leave us a review. It helps our megaphone more than you know. Until next episode.